0: You
1: are now listening to Talk Your Jits Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Talk Your Jits Podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a four-stripe white belt who trains at Gordo's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu located in I'm sorry I thought I had this pulled up already. Um Winston, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, Florence Tanner. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. How are you?
1: I am doing fantastic. But um yeah first and foremost I would like to um you know extend my thanks and appreciation for you uh doing this uh podcast with me today.
2: I appreciate you having me on. I've never done one and I'm excited.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a fun ride. But um, you know, let's get started. Let's go ahead and um give the people what they want. Tell them a little about you and um, you know, your jujitsu journey so far.
2: Okay. Um I started two years ago um at 35. Um I'm a pediatric ER nurse. Um and at the height of the pandemic, um, I started working at a testing site. Um and after that was over, it was very stressful. Six months working, you know, weeks on end with like maybe a day or two off here and there. And um, my friend, um, her husband, and son were training um, uh, jujitsu with Gordo. And she said, you know, we should we should just try a class. We need a stress reliever, something to do together. Um, so we tried out a class, and we both really enjoyed it. So we signed up. And from that moment, I was hooked. I went from doing like a couple classes a week to going to class in the morning and class at night and eventually doing like double classes at night. Um, And it's really been a great uh, source of stress relief for me, Mm -hmm. um, both in my career and in my life. Um, And I've just fallen in love with the sport.
1: That's that's awesome. Um, so how has jujitsu like helped you in your like everyday life?
2: My everyday life. Um, it's helped me learn, um, discipline and, um, definitely a lot of self-respect, um, and learning, um, how to deal with outside stressors a little bit. My job is very stressful, Mm -hmm. um, and learning that. You know I can get through the day I can you know get through this this one thing one thing at a time just like in class You learn the drill you learn how to counter it It's you know learning movement by movement and I've really taken that into my everyday life like okay One step out of out of time you can you can get through this
1: Definitely definitely I I totally agree with that it you know <clears throat> been training for like the last five years and I can say that's one thing jiu-jitsu have taught me is a lot of patience. And Definitely
2: patience.
1: <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, like, you know, you're dealing with a very stressful, you know, stressful career. And, I, you know, I, I commend you on that because it's a very bad Thank time you. for the last past two years. And I commend anyone who works in the medical field because uh, my wife works in the medical field as well. She's a medical assistant, but it's still, you know, still medical. So, um, mm-hmm. you know it's it's been crazy it's been crazy these last couple of years and it definitely has yeah just being able to have that um that escape you know from from work and from life because mm-hmm. you know i'm not putting it up there with medical field but working in retail for so long you know dealing with the public and you know different people attitudes it mm-hmm. would it would be so killer on me mentally so if i didn't I have think work I'm, I'm sorry go ahead i was
2: gonna- Uh, I think work in general, the last couple years through the pandemic has been very stressful on everyone. Yes. And knowing that I have that escape, you know, after a 12 hour shift or even on my day off, knowing that I have that escape to go to, even if it's for 45 minutes to, to clear my mind and not have to think about anything else has been such a relief.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, even now, like, um, you know i train two days a week um i go to the gym three days a week but it's nothing like going to ju- like a jujitsu class mm-hmm. and i there's there to be so many days where i'll just be itching to go like right now like i'm up early i don't have to be at work till a little later but i'm like man i want to go roll <laughs> just i just want to go roll i just want to go train i just want to go do jujitsu. but um so for your school is it a, is it a big school is it a competition school
2: it's not a competition academy. uh uh-huh. um, He did compete in his uh, early years. Um, I don't know if you, you know about him, um, Roberto uh, Lima. Um, he's creator of the Half Guard, mm-hmm. two-time world champion, and four-time Pan-American champion, and he's been teaching since the 90s. Um, he grew up with the Gracie family, mm-hmm. and so that's how he got started in jiu-jitsu. So his academy's not, um, a competition academy, but the last like year and a half, more and more of us have been wanting to start competing. So he changed, um, one of our classes during the week to strictly a competition class. Okay. Um, so it's a straight two hours of competition, um, type training. And it's been, been really good for us, um, as a, an academy, as a team, um, he's slowly expanding um he um is expanding into the space next door so we'll have more space to to train and roll um and it's always nice when he's got um uh visiting professors in and and we get to learn from them and learn from their styles
1: That's that's awesome now are you do you compete or are you like thinking of competing like what what's, what's have, your space on I that I
2: have comp- I have competed. Okay. Um, uh let's see so September 2021 I had been training for a year and my training partner was like let's compete. Let's sign up for a comp- competition. Let's just do it. And Neither one had ever either of us have ever competed before and I'm like I don't know about this. I I don't know. I'm still new to the sport. I'm not <laughs> athletic. I I don't know if this is such a good idea. And she convinced me to, to do it with her. And our first competition was the Pan-Americans in 2021. Wow. So, I know, really big competition for our
1: first competition. <laughs> Just jumping on out there, huh? <laughs> right? I mean, listen, if you're going
2: to do it, you might as well go big, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. And so I've competed for them. I've competed for um, Jiu-Jitsu World League. Um I was going to compete earlier this year again for the Pan um, Americans, but unfortunately, I was sick, so I was not able to attend. Uh. Um, but it's very different from from class. It was a lot of nerves. I mean, we had been training for months. Um, you know, in the in the gym, um, at the academy, on our days off together. Um, I mean, every day, every moment we could, we were training so hard. Yeah. And, it was it was a lot of nerves lead, leading up to the competition mm-hmm. and then we both said as soon as we got into the bullpen it was like all that nervousness just kind of faded away and we were focused we stepped on the mat and you know we set out to do what we wanted to do was compete and see how we measured up to to other people of you know our age weight and and belt bracket and it was it was a lot of fun
1: yeah, you're a tough little cookie. I mean, just you know, Pan Am's first, you know, as your first tournament. That's that's ooh, that's that's saucy I right mean, there. And, <laughs> and, and still
2: being new to the sport, like right. a year in, like I had no idea that this was like, like the second biggest competition of the year. I had no idea until somebody brought it up. I was like, what? What it's, do you mean? You just, <laughs> it's not just like a like a competition. Okay. Yeah, you just
1: walked in a war zone. Like, okay, let's do this. Oh,
2: man, yeah. But I think maybe, I mean, everybody has their, their way of doing things, right? Like maybe like doing smaller competitions leading up to the bigger ones, or maybe just going straight for the big one and, and getting that nervousness out of the way. And then everything after is like, well, I've done the big times, So anything after that should be not so scary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, this is what, yeah, last year I did my first tournament. Um, as a purple belt, uh, for tap out cancer. Um, mm-hmm. um, I, I'm saying it's it's fairly new. If if people listening who don't know about that, but it's you know it's one of those two things that bring um that that brought two of my loves together. You know, I, I always want to feel like whatever I can do to give back to whoever needs it, and also jujitsu. So mm-hmm. you know, found out about this tournament, it was like okay obviously you don't pay, you know, people donated to uh, you know, for you to compete. And just the amount of people that showed up to this tournament was crazy to me. And you know, for them being their first time doing this uh, you know, doing this tournament, it was it was amazing. But mm-hmm. um
2: I I actually follow them as as well and yeah um I'm I'm really hoping that they come down to South Florida cuz I would love to To volunteer, to work, and compete as well. Um, In addition to um, competing, I also uh, work competitions as well. I've worked as a scorekeeper. I've worked as a nurse, and it's definitely an interesting um, perspective—not like being on the competition side, but being on the working side of it, Mm -hmm. and being like right in front to see all of those. Um, those fights and getting to know like the ins and out like really of scorekeeping and basically just how the whole competition runs and how many people it takes to really put these together yeah
1: yeah yeah And that's that's awesome. Um, Like you, you literally dove headfirst into jujitsu. Like, (laughs) (laughs) usually you hear people like, oh, you know, I train, you know, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as a white belt, you just train, train, train. But no, you're competing. You're, you know, you're refing. You're, you know, nursing. That's, that's, that's awesome.
2: Thank you. That's
1: really, really awesome.
2: I mean, I have to say, like, growing up, I was never athletic. I was never really into sports. I did sports because my parents made me. You know, it wasn't like something like I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to do this in high school. I want a scholarship. I'm going to do this in college. It was never really like that for me. Uh And then I found this sport where, yes, you do need some level of athleticism, but you don't have to be an athlete. Right. You know, it's really about learning the moves and and drilling them over and over again and then learning the counter moves and really learning to outsmart your opponent not necessarily like overpower your opponent right which i i find refreshing in in a sport that i mean it's really for anybody yeah whether you have a disability whether you're athletic um you've done martial arts before, you really don't need any sort of background other than the fact that you want to learn something new.
1: Yeah, definitely. Now, you know, being, you know, this is I guess you could say martial arts is, you know, I guess male predominant. Um so, you know, how was it for you stepping into your first, you know, jujitsu class and, you know, you know, being a female, like was it like, did you feel intimidated any, you know, any way or like, how was that? Like, how was your view not, on that when you first started training?
2: Not intimidated. Um, you know, I had gone to a couple classes um, just to watch um, my first class. It was more of, oh, my God, these these guys are, are huge mm-hmm. and sweaty and, it's you know, a close contact sport. Am I going to be able to to handle this? The, if you can get over the, like, the sweat factor and, like, the gross factor, um, that's that's what intimidated me more. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, being in the
1: medical field, I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: but, I mean, after my first class, it was such a, a family atmosphere. The whole academy was you know, welcome to the family. I was put into the, the, the group chat and, and from then on it was, Hey, how you doing? It was such a family atmosphere. Yeah. It was never, Oh, she's the new girl. Let's see what she's made of. It was from the moment I started, um, the guys were very, um, very protective and very, um, very respectful of the girls. They're very respectful of all the girls. When when we roll, they never put a hundred percent of their weight on us or use a hundred percent strength. Um, you know, and they're the ones that actually encourage me to compete.
1: Yeah. And I and that's a that's a very, very huge advantage in your part. Um and we have like you know we have um, a lady uh, you know including my wife who trains uh, who trains Jiu She my wife used to train, but you know with kids and then work. You know she kind of <laughs> had to like step off the mat. So we're finally able to get her back on. But one of our other training partners, she's she's awesome. She just got back into training too. But yeah, it's like you know when you roll with you know roll with the female and especially someone smaller than you you're kind of like you're very very timid it's like oh I don't want to I don't want to grind the elbow or I don't want to like you know go full force but at the same time it's like that's the best way they're going to learn like if you give them just a little you know you give them just a little bit you'd be surprised how like tough these girls become
2: Mm-hmm. I mean there's there's been quite a few times That I've I've you know either drilled Or rolled with, with you know a guy Partner and I'm like listen You need to give me a little bit Of something because if you're just Going to like be you know flopping On the mat then I'm not going to get Anything out of this right Yeah. So <clears throat> I need you to push back a little bit I need you to give me a little bit Not like if you were going with the guys but Enough that I feel some sort of Resistance that way when I do roll With the girls like you know, I can match their strength and, and, and match up well with them.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I, I know my wife is going to hate me for this, but like, <laughs> you know, she, she's very, she's very timid, like timid too. Cause she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, just go for whatever, like, just go for it. Just, just try it out. And she's like, no, you're going to crush me. I'm like, I'm not going to crush you. Like, right. I, I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going gonna, gonna to let you work. I'm going to let you feel it. Cause you ha- you're going to have to get used to this because you know especially because i think she's a three stripe but she feels like you know she needs to start over but whatever um yeah so like a big part of you know jiu-jitsu is you know that growth and that training and that resi- you know that resiliency that you learn as you know mm-hmm. as time grows on so i'm like you're gonna have to get used to this because once you eventually test for your blue belt you know you have to go over these techniques you have to go over self defense you have to go over right. um you know all this grueling stuff that you've seen me do twice now and you've seen other mm-hmm. classmates do it so you kind of have to you, you kind of have to go out there and 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 get beat up right and you and you can't help but get used to it but eventually mm-hmm. she's going to fall in love with I know she is cuz once she got back into training, she's she's almost getting that itch She'd be like, man, I, I really don't want to miss training, but, we, you know, I got to do this at the house. And I'm like, nah, man, that can wait. Like, nah. 100%. Is, like, that can wait. Like, clothes can wait. This is jujitsu time. <laughs> like,
2: exactly. Exactly. It's definitely become, uh, like, an addiction in, like, a healthy way. Where yes. I'm like, yes. You know, to the point where I I pack my gym bag and I work my 12 hours and I go straight from the hospital to class because i'm like you know what i need to blow off some steam i need to to work out even if it's for that 45 minutes and it's an escape and then do it all over again the next day
1: man I, I i love it i love 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 to hear that um yeah i'm i'm literally that same way like um like i my my gym bag is already packed I'm you know bag is already in the car as a matter of fact so i i have no <laughs> choice i can't i can't leave my bag but
2: right it's it's That way,
1: there's no excuse. No excuse. No excuse. Because I'm like, I can't say, oh, I left my gear at home. Like, nope. My my gear is in the car. My bag is in the car. Everything is in the car ready for me to go to training. And, like, what it now is, like, my, you know, I train a lot. My wife is starting to come back into training. My daughter trains, too. So...
0: Oh, that's awesome!
1: Yeah, so it's like we're like this this jujitsu family, and I and like I have a two year old, and when she gets a little bit older, hopefully, you know, she'll jump in the rings too. But man, yeah. it's it's so exciting to see, you know, women and kids doing jujitsu.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't have a um a large group of women, but there's there's enough of us that you know if we all get to a class on the same day, I think there's like including like the the teens like the like the 17, 16 17 year old there could be like nine 10 of us which is pretty huge yeah
1: that's that's amazing because usually you know like my school we only have like 10 to 12 students total and you know two being female but like i <laughs> i highly encourage any any you know lady out there that yeah like you said that wants to get in shape you don't necessarily have to compete you don't have to be like this, this tough person. Like, no, if you wanna go in, it definitely is a stress reliever. Um, you're getting a hell of a workout.
2: Oh yeah. Especially if you're I learned that very um, quickly after my first couple classes.
1: Yeah, like you get a hell of a workout. You're you know, you're you're gonna lose weight and one thing I like about jujitsu, like when you first start that first few months, like the weight just melts off of you.
2: Oh, 100%. I had to. I went from having, like, one gi, washing it every day, and then I'm like, you know, I'm going a lot more frequently. I should buy another one. And then I bought another one and another one. <laughs> and, and to the point where I had seven because I was going, at like, every day, sometimes twice a day. Yeah. So now I've got a closet full of gi.
1: <laughs> and, um, you know, if anybody, like, if anybody from Sonable ever hears this 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 story, man, like I don't like people are picky about their brands of geese. Mm-hmm. Uh and I've gotten to that point where it's like I love Sonable geese. Mm-hmm. They're very very comfortable in, and I had my one ghee uh, since I started training, and you know it's it's five years old, and. Still feels good. It's not like no, it's no really wear and tear on it, obviously, from washing, mm-hmm. the color fades, but it's still a very durable gi. And I'm like, I need y'all to make more colors. <laughs> like,
2: they just came out with more colors. I saw it on Facebook, it came across my newsfeed.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to look those up. But they do have, <laughs> they do have like their mainline gi's, they do have like their competition style gi's. Mm-hmm. and they have another style of geese that I'm like, man, I don't have enough money for all these. Right? I, I'm like, I, I need to buy another geese. And I'm trying to make, I'm trying to come up with a reason to buy a geese because I've lost a lot of weight, so my A3 geese fits a lot mm-hmm. loose. So I'm like, oh, man, I can go down a size. Ooh, that means I could buy more geese. And my wife is like, don't buy another geese. I'm like, I know. I've got but like I want to. I've
2: got a of that are like too big that I still I still wear. Yeah. you do lose a lot of weight and then you drop down a size and it's like oh okay I guess I gotta buy another one and then I gotta buy another one
1: yeah definitely um I think I only have what um I think I have like five geese, no let's see yeah about four or five geese but my amazon cart is like I may I probably have like 12 in there uh-huh I don't,
0: so
1: I, don't I don't yeah I don't need that many geese but <laughs> I want that what many gees, but you
2: do. As yeah. You want you want like options, just like a wardrobe, right?
1: Yeah, and you can mix and match them. You know, you can, you can style mm-hmm. you can style up a gi, man. Like
2: absolutely. Like if
1: I could literally walk around in a ghee every single day, I, I will.
2: You know, I thought about dressing up as like a world champ for Halloween, and then I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I was like I was like nobody will get it but me
1: right and what's funny about that was um my daughter you know she's in school and you know you know Halloween just passed and they was like Mm -hmm. we don't want nobody you know they like they they can't dress up as monsters or princesses or anything like fictional and stuff like that it had to be like you know career okay and I was like what if she wears her gi I'm like it could be a career she can, she could be a jiu jitsu champion as her career, but she went as a uh, no. She didn't no. She didn't get a chance to go because she ended up getting sick. She ended up catching a cold, Aww. so she did miss Halloween this year, unfortunately. But she was going to dress up as a nurse. I'm like, you know, you don't want to wear your gi. And she's like, no, daddy, I can't wear that. I'm like, yeah, you can if if you really <laughs> want to. <laughs> like if you really wanted to, like that's that is a career. Like that is definitely a career. But um. Oh, let's see, what else? Um, so back to the competition scene. Um, so yeah. How many how many tournaments have you done so far?
2: I've done two. Okay. And uh worked two.
1: Okay, so uh so what was your outcome of your first two tournaments?
2: Um, so my first competition, Pan Americans, um, I was set it was only gonna be me and one other girl in our bracket and at the last minute uh, somebody from the bracket, the weight class above me, dropped just enough weight to come into to our um, weight class. So it uh-huh. was three of us. Um, it wasn't the outcome that I wanted. I got third. Okay. Um, I was hoping for a little bit better um, in terms of my opponents and their technique versus mine. I had better technique than they did. But when I tell you these girls were were monsters they were beasts I'm not even kidding like the first girl that I fought her neck was the size of my thigh (laughs) I mean she (laughs) was a monster and I was just like okay well I'm just gonna go with what I know and she'll probably get the takedown but you know work my best um so it wasn't the outcome that I wanted I got third place but it was definitely a good introduction into what the the world of ibjjf and Uh competition scene for sure um and definitely getting to um you know mix with everybody and get to know everybody and and it was a week-long competition and and my training partner didn't compete to the end of the week and we had a couple other people from our academy like in the middle of the week so we went to watch and um getting to meet all these other high-ranking you know, professors from other academies that my my professor knows was very eye opening and getting to watch all of the competitions. Um, my second competition was for Jiu Jitsu World League. Um, there was nobody in my um, bracket, so I had the choice to go up a weight class, which I didn't really want to do that, um, or go down two age brackets. So I'm in oh, masters wow. two and I and I ended up competing in adult.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um and again, it was not the outcome that I wanted. I got third place. Um, but in terms of my fighting, I did much better this time than I did in my first competition. Um, in terms of uh you know, holding my own and holding off my opponent. Um and um you know really uh working what I know um I I did a lot better on my end um I I wish I could have you know at least taken silver but again you know did what I could and happy that I I had the guts to step out on the mat against literally two teenagers (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean, but that's that's still awesome though in its own right because a lot of people didn't step on their mats that day. Mm-hmm. You know, you you were one of the faithful few that stepped on the mats, you know, and, and you know, you did your damn thing, regardless of the outcome. Like you, you you did it, like you did it. So, you know, can't can't take that from you at all. And um that's the funny thing about from what I've seen about like, you know, jujitsu tournaments is um especially when we when I did tap out uh tap out cancer. Um, for my bracket, it was, I think it was like eight or, it was like, it was a good handful of purple belts, you know, in the masters, uh, division that was competing. So I'm like, okay, we got, you know, like I said, like eight or nine people, or I think it was like 10 people last time I was, you know, checked it. Um, so I'm thinking, okay, that's at least good, a good two, three matches depending on, you know, <laughs> depending on how they go. So I'm, I'm in the mindset of like, I'm going to be here for a while. So, you know, then we get there and they're like, okay, well, we don't know where you're, you know, we don't know the brackets yet. We're still waiting on people to check in so on and so forth, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, cool. And then it boiled down to it that a lot of the purple belts that was, that signed up didn't show. So, right. So that, I was like, okay, that, that's a bummer. So what does that mean? So it just basically was me and the other guy who was a, uh, well, we was ultra heavy at the time. Um, and then the, the two other smaller guys, went, uh, I think it was like light heavy. They did their own bracket. So it was like a best two out of three matches. And it was just mm-hmm. the one thing. And I was like, damn, that really sucks. I mean, I took second because it was only two people, but I'm like, right. I, don't, I was like, I, I had so many mixed feelings about it because it was like, i didn't want it to look at as like a participation trophy yeah but it was like hey you know like you know i once i thought about it i'm like look you know you you showed up you tried it Mm
0: -hmm. it
1: is what it is as you see there was a lot of other people that was supposed to been at the tournament didn't show up or for whatever reason you know but you you did you went out there and you you tried it Cause I used right. to be the one like, yeah, you know, com- you know, I'm, I'm not too crazy about competing, you know, it sounds cool, but nah. But after that first one, I was like, yeah, I'm a- I think I'm gonna do this again.
0: Mm-hmm. I, do I mean, definitely,
2: again. definitely after Pan Americans, I was so proud of myself for, for having the guts to go out, you know, second biggest competition of the year and, and try it. And the second one I was, I was more disappointed in myself Uh um, because I was going up against, you know, two girls that were half my age, you know, um, and I just, I felt like I, I should have could have done better um, in terms of placing. I know that my fighting was a lot better. um, And after that I was definitely disappointed more in, in myself um, but then it, it took some, some realization to be like they're teenagers, yes, but they could have been, you know, uh training since they were they were five. Yeah. You don't know that. Yeah. You know, just because you're the, the same belt doesn't mean that they haven't been doing this for ten, you know, ten plus years. And then I'm like, that's true. I've only been doing this at that time was like a year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm you know trying to factor that in to my personal disappointment
1: right yeah that, and you know that's funny about jujitsu um because yeah you don't know that person's training regimen you don't know mm-hmm. if they come from a big school or a competition style school so you just kind of go in like okay we both know jujitsu and that's about far as it's going to go you know right. unless it's like yeah unless it's like a big stage is a big name like yeah you know that this person like is a dominant person that's on the uh that on the competing scene but you usually don't Mm -hmm. so you know for example you know back to that first tournament um um like in the morning well you've been you've been to tournaments before like usually in the morning they have like the kids divisions goes first Mm -hmm. so a lot of the people that i've seen was either you know like you couldn't tell because no one was like walking around with geese and belts on so everyone's just like you know street clothes. So like they're, they're right. supporting the kids and everything else. And then like as time got closer to the adults division, that's when you start seeing people change. And it's like, oh, okay, that guy's a blue belt. That guy has a white belt. Or this guy is this, okay. and this guy is that. And like yeah, so like the guy I ended up going against was he was a, obviously a purple belt, but he was like six three, like two sixty or plus. Wow. But he was he was strong. He was a monster. Like this is like maybe like the fourth time me telling this story but I I it's it's fun to tell but like you know um I'm sitting in the, like I'm sitting in the bleachers uh with my family and then like my mom and I'm I'm sorry my wife was like do you know who's in your division I'm like I don't because they you know it's not like they have like names and pictures of who's going to be in what division right so it was like yeah I just know it's me and like n- like nine other guys so I'm, you know,'m I'm, I'm getting my stuff out of my bag and I see this one guy in particular and he's like sitting down, you know with his, with his like young kid and uh, wife or whatever. and then he stands up and his dude is like jacked. And I'm <laughs> like, huh, He looks older, so I'm like, okay, he's probably like higher in division. and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to watch him but not necessarily watch him because I mm-hmm. want to be like a creep. I want like, okay, what belt color he's about to pull out? right. So you know, he pulls out a blue belt and I'm like, ha. Huh okay so i don't have to like fight strength but then the guy who i I, i'm trying to remember if he was actually working at the gym um at the um at the gym that we were doing the uh tournament at but he could have been could have not been but when i saw him walk i saw him walk in and you know he had his gi on i'm like okay that's a thick guy like that dude is huge and then one of his training partners handed me that purple belt i was like ah that's who i'm going against because that's when that by that time they was like okay we're gonna have to split this a little bit up because we you know we're missing um we're missing uh participants so i was like okay and then i found <laughs> out it was him i was like oh this is about to be this is about to be brutal but yeah like you know he was a real cool guy um very very technical very very strong um mm-hmm. but yeah like we we talked afterwards he's like yeah man this is like my eighth one this this year you know, I just, all, oh all I do is compete. I'm like, wow. I'm like, I don't know what to say about that. But, you know, he did like, you know, he's like, yeah, man, you did, you know, you did, you did a good job. And his his uh his instructor was like, yeah, man, you did a hell of a job. He's he's a handful. He's strong. And I'm like, let's just look at him. I'm like, yeah, I can tell. Like, what are y'all feeding him over there?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, but then I found out later, um, like he used to play, like he used to play professional, like he used to play for the, he was in the NFL at one point. Oh well. Wow. So I was like, "Ha, huh, well that explains, you know, that explains it." But um yeah, you know, I did feel a a, sh- a little bit of disappointment in myself because I'm like, you know, Dang, I really didn't get to um showcase my talents per se, but mm-hmm. you know, I could have ended there, but I was like, "No, nah, man, I want to do this again." I want to do this as many times as possible. Absolutely.
2: So. And and even with your own like self-disappointment, the camaraderie at the podium makes mm-hmm. it all worth
1: it yeah 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 because like you because like you know when you're in that setting you know when you like you get yourself in a you know in that mindset you're not thinking about nothing you're not you're just trying to focus on what your game plan is going to be how you're going to work this and then you also thinking about worst case scenario right but then when you go back and like if you if you record your uh you know you record your matches it's just the fact that like you have people that never seen you before never knew you existed root like rooting for you
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: such a crazy feeling because like yeah like you said so when you get on those podium you got everyone's watching you you got people just walking past They're like oh man congratulations man that was awesome you're like man i just got like tossed like a baby but right? you know <laughs> thank you like you like you just you not see the match i just had like this dude like i'm i was like two i was like 240 something at the time and he picked me up like i was like nothing
0: mm-hmm. and i'm like
1: you did not just see this dude just like throw i was literally upside down in the air him slamming me but i was like hey man a bang up job you did there i'm like man shut up but <laughs> 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 but no but going back and watching it but like yeah like you know having everyone just like you know congratulating you and it's such a humbling experience even in losses like it's so humbling because like yeah Mm -hmm. you you did you did the best you could you know at the time so like that can't you know yeah they can't take that from you right and like another thing i like about the competition scene i've said this plenty of time too is the, the kids division is amazing
2: there are some some monster kids out there um the one competition that I worked as um, a nurse it was very heavy on the kids and the teens uh-huh. um, comp- competition scene and there are a lot of competition schools out there and these kids are beasts from, even from like the 5 year olds all the way up into the teens I'm sitting there and I had a perfect view of like 3 mats and I was like wow like, Yeah. Even even as an adult I would not want to go up against some of these kids
1: Yeah, these are some dangerous five and six year olds. Oh yeah. And um like the at you know, tap out, um, there was like this one that this one kid in particular. And I was I was watching him roll and like how technical he was at such a young age. And Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I wish I could have been like that age learning jujitsu
2: absolutely
1: cuz like there is cuz there's like cuz the way he was moving obviously you no know, there you know kids are limber they're you know they have so much energy you know so very much flexible, energy and right. spark and very flexible but i'm like this dude is like this kid is moving like like a pro
0: yes like
1: his you know his takedown entries his you know side control you know him you know his control from top i mean you know from a uh, full mount i'm like this kid is amazing Mm -hmm. so amazing and another time um it was like a little local house tournament uh one of my uh training partners was in and you know they had like a little kids division too so i was like this is like literally like my first time actually watching a kid's competition and i'm i'm looking at these like these kids they're like you know they're playing they're having fun they're talking talking about whatever kids talk about and there's one little girl in particular Little girl, she had like pigtails. Her gi was bigger than her, and mm-hmm. she was just kind of like you know she was, a uh, conversating with people, but she was kind of like tucked off on the side. And you you know being an adult, you've seen kids, you've seen like um those, I guess you want to say like those soccer parents is like, you know, those sports parents is like, you know, you get out there, you do what you do. You had, you know, you had those people, you had the the, the kids on the side that was like, you know, repping and drilling with their parents or their coaches. But you had this one, this one kid that was just kind of like just off in her own world. And I'm like, I'm not like trying to judge, but I'm like, I don't think she wants to be here. (laughs) Like she looks just like so out of place. And then you know, her match comes up. And she's, you know, she's, you know, she trots on the mat. You know, she shakes the judge's hands, the ref hands, her opponent's hand. And as soon as that slap bump happened, she, like, she turned, Like, it was just like an instant. She turned into a savage.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, she
1: hit, like, she, she like, she closed the distance, hit this double leg, take down, boom, quick, bow, got on top, armbar. Wow. And me and my other training partner that was there, we was watching, we was like, holy crap what the heck was that and it was and it blew my mind because the kid that she was going against was a, you know it was a boy but he was a little bit bigger than her mm-hmm. and i mean he had to have her by like 10 15 pounds and she just handled it like just flawlessly and she just got up shook you know shook the you know their hands and went off and started eating candy i was like I was like, oh, that girl's an assassin. <laughs> like she is I like... mean,
2: I think that's one thing that's so great about the sport is that, you know, just because a person is small doesn't mean that they don't have a lot of fight in them. I mean, I'm sure you follow, like, all these pages on social media. I've seen yeah. fights where, you know, in um, an absolute competition, it's this tiny dude, you know, it's probably like, 100 pounds going up against, like, a 300-pound monster. Yeah. And he wins. Yeah. You know, it's not all about weight and strength.
1: Yeah, it's, like, jujitsu, you know, it's, you you have to, you, you know, you have to throw strength out the window. Like, you can't be, like, trying mm-hmm. to muscle everything because, you know, you're leaving limbs exposed. You're, you know, you're leaving your back or neck exposed, you know, exposed, and you can get tapped. You have to be technical when it comes to jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, as a, as an adult, you know, that's something I wish I would learn sooner. And, you know, and as a teacher that's stuff, I'm trying to, you know, distill into our kids class, you know, our kids, our, our kids and everything, even my daughter, like it's such a confidence booster, even as an adult, it, I, you know, I found a lot of confidence in myself once I started training jiu-jitsu. Absolutely. and just to be able to mold that at a, such an early age is phenomenal like very, very, it's, it's a mind blowing thing. So, yeah, um, I'm very excited to, um, to be in this, this, like this culture, especially now with, you know, starting this podcast, being able to like meet so many awesome people and, you know, people come on and share their stories. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, everyone who hears this, who's not training to go find a gym, Mm -hmm. I I highly recommend it. You know, we, me and you both can contest to this. It's, it's a, like we said before, it's a hell of a stress reliever. Even like, even if you, you know, you never necessarily learn jujitsu, but you go in and you're, you're, you're learning the movements, you're learning the the mechanics and you start applying that to your everyday life. Everything just gets so much easier to deal with.
2: It does. It's definitely a win-win situation on, on both ends, right? You you're there um, and you can apply it to your everyday life, but it's also a good stress reliever. It's, it's good for you, you know, mentally and physically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, you know, any stressful, any stressful day, I'll be like, okay, what's today? Today is Monday. I got training tomorrow. That's fine. I can survive. I, I I think I can make it. And then Tuesday come, I wake up Tuesday like, oh yeah, it's showtime, baby. Come on, <laughs> five o'clock. Let's go. Let's come on, five <laughs> o'clock. I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm excited. I'm ready. It's it's Tuesday, two- and it's like that feeling. Ever after, you know, even after so long, it never dies.
2: Like, Absolutely. That
1: feeling of like you know want to go to training, it, it's like it's always there. And if you don't go, it just nags at you. Mm -hmm. and you like you feel yeah i'm sorry go ahead
2: i was gonna say like before i found jujitsu it was okay go to the gym workout it's more of you should do it because you know it's good for you now it's i want to go and i want like i look forward to to working out and i look forward to getting smashed and you know hopefully learning something new and being able to put it to to good use and it's not just a Okay, I should do this because it's good for me. It's I want to do this.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's something about jujitsu when it comes to like you know like you you're on the sideline and you're looking like man this is this this stuff looks so crazy like you're, you know you're on the floor you're rolling around you're doing this you're doing that and then like after so long it's like okay I, I I maybe I'll give it a shot and then you, you give it a shot and then you like, you're falling in love with it. And you get to that. Mm -hmm. Once you get to that point where it's like, yeah, man, I I can't wait to come to training. That's when you're hooked. Absolutely. And I've seen it firsthand with, um, with one of the, uh, one of the participants at the school, uh, you know, he found, he found out about the class and, um, you know, he's like, yeah, I want to get in shape. I want to do this and do that. And he brought his wife along too. And I'm, you know, I'm assuming that, you know, I, I don't, I necessarily didn't talk to him about this, but just off the assumptions, like she just kind of did it as support. Like, you know, yeah, I, 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 you know, I'll work out with my husband. I'll join. Right. And she was very like, you know, timid and like, you know, I don't want to hurt nobody or I don't want nobody to hurt me. But when I tell you, like, I think like a month, her month, her first month in, and she was just like so like hungry to learn. And she was like on the mats, full gi and like ready. I'm like, oh, look at that. Like you know, like, you know turned into a killer. She was like, no, oh, I know. It's just, it's so exciting. Cause like I think this was like yeah, her first like martial art and just the the type of you know people that we kept at the gym because we got fighters, you know, and just all around wholesome good people. But like yeah, she fell in love with it, and she's just been like, yeah, I can't wait to class, and this is this and that. And I'm like, yeah, that's 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 awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I you know once again, I I employ everyone who's who's listening. If you're not a prat- a practitioner, if you have you know a spouse or a kid or you know who needs that outlet because you don't know what that per know what that person is going through, go find a jujitsu gym
2: absolutely go
1: find you yourself a jujitsu gym because it'll it'll change your life for the better
2: i 100 percent agree
1: yeah now was there um was there anything else you'd like to add if you have any questions for me if there's any competitions you got coming up you know obviously i want you to shout out your school because it sounds like a a hell of a school to be at but yeah you know the floor is the floor is yours
2: oh thank you um I train at Gordo's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Western Florida, um, and I encourage everybody, especially especially the females out there, try it. Try a class. It's it's good for your your mental and physical health. And if anything, the takeaway is you know learning self defense. Yes. And I think that's yes. a a good portion of it, and um, good to have in your everyday life skills.
1: Right. Cause you know, it's, it, it, you know, it's, it is dangerous out there, you know, it is a dangerous Mm -hmm. times are getting a lot dangerous and, you know, people walk around with weapons all the time. But I feel like that kind of, that kind of energy you don't want, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, you know, if you have a, some form of self-defense or, you know, a martial arts background, it may not be the best case scenario, but you know, your survival probability does go up a lot with basic self-defense so. techniques so yeah um if any you know if any you know any female that's listened to this or anybody that's listened to it in general the main takeaway from that you know from this is if you want to if you just want to do it for self-defense just to you know make yourself feel a lot more safer then go for it go for it but Absolutely.
2: um go, go for it try it and you never know. You might fall
1: in love like the rest of us. Yeah. I mean just try it. It's like, you know, her she's a prime example. Of someone invited her, look at her. She's, you know, she's she's competing. She's, you know, she's refing. She's doing everything jujitsu related. And I, I I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. But um yeah, so that's the end of today's episode. Uh I would like to thank Florence again for uh coming on the podcast, you know, sharing her experiences with us. I hope you guys, you know, took away have had something to take away from her tales and our experiences uh please go and follow our facebook and instagram page to stay up to date on all future episodes this has been talk your podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day